get what you want even bigger and better for this next year. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. It's Natalia from Phoenix, Arizona. I've been at my job for so long, I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. I keep doing what I've done, and I don't really know what to do next. I'm not exactly sure what my question is, but I was wondering if you have any advice around where do I go from here? Natalia, honestly, I love this question. I think most Americans are in this situation where for their entire lives, things have just happened to them. They're like tripping through their lives month to month, where it's just like, okay, well, I guess I've graduated college. I guess now I have to find a job. Well, I got laid off from that job. Well, I guess I need to find another job, right? Like, like there's kind of this like dearth of, of like intentionality when it comes to like people in their lives. Well, I think it's really easy to be really passive because things just, they do happen mm-hmm. to you and then you just kind of react to them. And then all of a sudden you're in this role for 10 years and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. So I'm, I'm pleased that you're recognizing that this is happening to you. Like that's, that's number one, recognize the problem and then you'll be able to solve <laughs> it. Our answer to this, Natalia, is every year perform a yearly career audit. That means pick a time of year. Should be the same time every year. I don't care if it's January, September, August, February, whatever it is. Pick a pick a time. Take a big pause. Take a day, like we talk about, vacation or otherwise, and get out of your normal routine and think about your life and your career. That's the answer. All it takes is a bit of contemplation. Yeah. And we're we're <laughs> annoyingly calling this a yearly career audit because it sounds very corporate, but really what we're asking you to do is a contemplative exercise. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right, Natalia. This is something that Vanessa and I have done in our personal lives, in our career lives for a really long time. Probably forever. Like, I, like, I, I think this just is how you live your life. Truly. Well, and I remember learning from you but when we were like friends before we decided to take yeah. over the world. <laughs> like this concept of like practice the pause, yeah. right? And it just, it just puts that little bit of moment in there for you to stop just doing things automatically. Mm-hmm. And forces you to look at what you're doing. And once you draw awareness to the what it is you're doing, the outcome, like the action you need to take in order to stop doing that or to change it or make it better, do whatever, make it more value aligned, whatever becomes obvious to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly, that's exactly the value of what we're recommending here with a pause and taking a day and, and just thinking about your life and your career is the answer will come. There's no answer that Vanessa and I can give to you, Natalia, that that will give you anything useful except for inviting you to do a little bit of self-reflection. One of our one of our core, let's call it a core value between Holland and I is to act, not be acted upon. That's kind of the emotional framework that we want to approach this contemplative exercise or this audit with you, Natalia, is it's just that you're in command of your destiny. This is your life. You can make it anything you want to. So long as you give yourself space to really think about it. That's the biggest problem that I see with especially women is there's just so many things that we quote unquote have to get done in a day. Or that we want to do. Yeah. 
Totally. Like I've, I've done, I've done this to myself, my busy schedule, right? <laughs> like <laughs> I complain about it, but I'm like at any moment I could drop any one of these things, but, but what to drop and when and why and how, or what to pick up and when and why and how comes from this yearly audit that I do with myself. After doing this for several years, I now have like very specific goals that I want to accomplish every year. And this audit allows me to do that, to say like, okay, what have I said yes to? Cause I actually have a hard time saying no. <laughs> what have I said yes to over the year that I, that is actually not aligned with those goals? How do I get out of it? How do I stop it? How do I maybe realign that activity to match one of these goals or assess the goals? That's what we're inviting you to do in your, in your yearly career audit. You can do this for every aspect of your life. Heaven knows Holland and I do it for our careers our personal <laughs> life or Maybe our love lives. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> certainly for the podcast. But like when it comes to doing this kind of audit for your career, we have some steps for you that we're going to get into after the break. Ask Your Work Wife is a brand new podcast. As a new podcast. It needs some help. So we want you to send it to your work wife. Send it to someone who needs a work wife. Send it to that one person who like always gets left behind in those sad, sad meetings. Send it to a girl you know who deserves better. Send it to your boss you hate. Maybe they'll quit. Send it to your favorite colleague at the last company you work with. Send it to that person who you left behind. Send it to any of your LinkedIn connections who have the hashtag open to work on their profile picture. Yeah, and tell them why that's a bad idea. Send it to any of the 12 million people in this country who are looking for a new job right now. And after you've sent it to all those people, every single one of them, rate, review, subscribe. As Vanessa mentioned before the break, we have a bit of a set of steps that you can use to enter this contemplation with your, are we getting too serious with this? <laughs> Maybe, I said contemplation sounds, a lot. It sounds very serious, yeah. but like, but it kind of is like, I, th this is your career and your life. And if you want to, like Natalia's feeling this, like this, like, I don't know, unsettledness, like non-directionality, mm -hmm. you kind of do have to take like a serious moment with it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we, you know us, we love to be fun and frothy, but at the end of the day, like, this is the time once a year that you need to really like step outside your whole life. This is, this is step one, remove yourself from your routine. And that, that is kind of a serious thing. You have to have all your shit all the way together so you can remove yourself from the daily demands in your time, from if you've got children, from your children, if you've got a partner, from your partner, if you've got a job, well, you have a job. So you got to remove yourself <laughs> from your job, get that vacation day sorted out. Right. Like, and you've got to remove yourself from, all the projects you've got in your house. Like mm -hmm. I do not work well from home as we all know. So when I do this, I have to get out. I mm -hmm. book myself a day at a hotel. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, I need to not be anywhere where I think, Oh God, I've got to clean the fridge. Oh my God. I have to do the laundry. Oh my God. The bookshelves are still not alphabetized. Like whatever the thing is, like you just need to get out of it. Yeah. For me, the time that I set apart to do this type of work is in my home and it isn't a place in my home that I feel safe and that I have set apart for this type of work. It means clearing the desk. It means flowers. It means having a fresh journal. It means like making sure that I have a tea, like a hot tea ready for me. Right. And it's, it's when people aren't awake. It's when my child is probably with his dad. Like there's there, there are things that are setting it apart, but that make it intentional for me. And for me, it's also, it's not a day, it's a week that I'm kind of yeah. entering into this, this mindset of intentionality and reflection about what is my life looking at? What is my career looking like right now? And what have I done? I love that. I, oh, man, I love it. <laughs> We're so different. <laughs> but like Natalia, I hope like, so somewhere between those two things, yeah. you can find a practice that works for you. But it's the same thing. Like about once a year, we both do this and like we do it for 
we do it for our own work together. So we'll do this together, but we'll also do it separately. We usually do the separate stuff first so that when we come together to do the work for our business, then, then we know the parameters we're working with, right? Yeah. Like Holland knows exactly where she's at in her personal goals. I know where I'm at in my personal goals. So together we understand the creative constraints on the business. So that, that's step one is just removing yourself from your routine, taking that big pause. The second thing then is once you've created that pause is to assess, take a look at everything you've done in the last year of any kind. It could be your work life, your personal life. Like you bring it all to the table because it's all relevant. And of course, ask your work wife, women, this is not just your career. It's your whole life that, that, that your career is a part of. So it's a good way to, to make sure that your work is only taking 25% of your life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. So for me, it looks like a big list. It's just like a brain dump. It's just like, mm-hmm. just like writing, 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 writing it all down. And you end up just like with a shit ton of line <laughs> items. Yes. Same. Like, and the first time you do this may be, maybe a doozy. It might be like, what have I done the last five years? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and like your level of granularity will depend on what you're, what you're feeling. Right. So like Natalia, cause you have never done this. You might be like, okay, year by year. What did I do in 2017, totally. 2018, 2019, 2020? It may go month by month. It may go just like big things that were happening. It may be as they come to you. Yes, right? like, oh, I moved that year. Oh, I did this that year. Oh, like my parent died that year. Or like my sister got married that year. Like whatever the thing was, like list it all. Get However it, all out. it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. For me, it's like usually the most, most emotional things first. Uh-huh. And then it like kind of trickles down to the more logistical kind of like everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. But like it all comes out eventually as long as you give yourself the time and space to let that happen. Yeah, it's incredible. It's so cathartic. <laughs> oh yeah, it feels so good because usually all these things are like just bopping around your brain taking up space. Yes, but exactly. Having them on the page or like on the sheet or on the paper or on the wall, like however you kind of engage with this, mm-hmm. that works for you is great. But getting it out of your brain, it feels, makes you feel so much... Um, freer I think totally and and like after you've gotten it out of your brain that's when step three takes takes hold you can actually look at it like it's (laughs) there's a lot going on in your life right I I don't know anyone who that isn't true for (laughs) actually like there's lots of demands on you as a being just on this planet so to be able to get it out of your brain and then look at it literally step three is to look at it and contemplate it that's really it. There's nothing much else to say there. We'll, 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 we'll tell you what that looks like for us, but um, you just got to get it away from you and, and visible externally. 100%. Like my favorite and the first time I ever did this was like, <laughs> I love the story. We told the story in episode one and it's <laughs> worth telling again, yeah. everyone. <laughs> um, but I, I worked at a ski shop for a while and like the bulk of our clients were, it was like cross country skiing. The bulk of our clients were, listen to me, clients, the bulk of our customers. There you go. Were, were like high, groups of high school students who were coming out to like learn to ski for the first time. And so like they'd show up and it was mad chaos for like 20 minutes, getting everybody in their skis and their safety gear and all this stuff. And then they like left and were gone for like two hours and then they would like come back all about the same time because they're high school kids and like to stick together. <laughs> so I had this like two hours in the evening absolute dead silence at the top of a mountain. It was gorgeous. Like the most fun I've ever had in my life to like think about my life. So it was a big pause. Actually, I was 29 that year. And I was like, somebody had texted me earlier in the week that was like, man, your twenties are coming to an end. Like, and you've done so many things. They've been so cool. Like I would love to see a list of it. And so because I was sitting there like bored to tears, like on this mountain waiting for these high schoolers to come back, I was just like, 
now's a good time to think about this. Like I have the time and space to do it, right? I'm a captive audience. So here we are. So I just pulled out this big, long piece of receipt tape and just started like writing down everything I did in my 20s. It was really long. (laughs) But like once it was all in a physical form, I just started looking at it. And I I started just being able to like group like items and like do a little bit of like pattern analysis. Yeah, like it was like automatic analysis. I was like, how cool are we? Because human brains are smart like that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like everyone's capable of doing this. Not a skill you need to learn. Yeah. But like as I looked at it, I realized like the undercurrent was every single one of those things I had done was as a reaction to something else. Mm. And I was like, wow, do I want to live my life like that anymore? Reacting to externalities? I don't think so. And that's, that was like the aha moment for me where it was just like, oh, I, I can choose what to do from here, but it's going to take having like setting something out in the future for me to focus on and then like cutting away activities that don't support that thing. That was what it looked like for me. Yeah. Natalia, I see a lot of you in, in this experience that Vanessa is describing here where like you've just been doing the same thing, like, cause it's there, yeah. cause you're there, mm-hmm. cause you have no reason to go anywhere else. Like you now have the bandwidth to ask this question of yourself. Like where, where do I go? What do I, what do I, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's not a bad thing. Nothing Vanessa did in her twenties were not awesome, cool and fun. No, I don't regret any of it. It's yeah. just, I think it's just a weirdly, I think this is a side effect <laughs> of growing up. <laughs> like, like as you get older, you start realizing like, Oh, This is all there is. It's just the work week, day after day, moment after moment. And I don't know if I can like live on that and be satisfied. So what else can I do with my life? It's mine to control. No one else is telling me what to do or guiding my life. So like, and I, and I think you realize that at a certain age or a certain level of experience, I I don't know that it's possible to have this moment before a certain time in life. Right. So like, you're not, I I want Natalia, you to know that like, you're not behind by any reason. Like the fact that you're becoming aware of this now means you're right on track where you should be. Perfect timing for you. Just to wrap this up for you, Natalia, like (laughs) am I putting a bow on something. This is wild for me. Vanessa, carry on. (laughs) Is as you've, as you've taken a pause, as you've written down what you've done in the last year, or it may be more than that, if this is the first time you've you've done this yearly career audit, as you're looking at it, you're going to have either an oh shit or an aha moment, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and and actually, they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. One of them is a, oh shit, I do not want this, right? And the aha moment is like, oh, maybe that's what I want. I will tell you this, oh shit or an aha moment is an initial step towards getting what you want. And it's an incredibly powerful thing. So we're excited you asked this question to be very honest with you because <laughs> it allows us to like help you get what you want even bigger and better for this next year. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with Hey, work wives. Yeah. I love this episode. Me too. It's like, it's actually so like we're, I think we're finally to the place where like all of this, like type A, go get it corporate America stuff that we've been doing Mm -hmm. is finally have an opportunity to marry itself with like the undercurrent of like a strong spiritual practice. Also, I can't wait for video because apparently I talk with my hands a lot. You super do. Apparently.